0: Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Episode of your favorite podcast i'm one of your hosts Bernie and my co hosts kevin and Jordan.
2: yeah what's up this is kevin
1: yes yeah, sir and this is jordan and we're back for another episode this is the thanksgiving episode it's um yes sir week. so this week instead of um something positive we're gonna go with what we thankful for for me personally i'm just happy to be alive you know what i'm saying man i've been that dirty all day um yeah. So, Happy to be
2: here. Yeah, yeah, sir. Um, I'm thankful to be alive as well. Um, I'm thankful for not another sports podcast in the game. Um, uh, thankful for my family, and my kids, my girl. Life in general.
3: Yes yeah, sir. <laughs> um. First, uh, thankful for life, health, and strength as the old folks in the church would say. Um, thankful that I could experience the Braves winning the World Series. Um, not only just watching it on TV, but being able to go to the games. That was something we weren't able to do this time last year. Well, obviously not this time last year because the season was over. <laughs> but um, we weren't able to do this during the season last year. Um, I was able to go to the the games playoff game world series uh, t- uh, parade all of that I'm thankful for that um, shout out to y'all being there with me every step of the way um, i also thankful for just God just being in my life really um, yes sir this week alone well technically last week but I was kind of upset because I didn't want to be off Wednesday through Friday because I would have made more on um, overtime. But basically, God said, it doesn't matter what you want. It's it's necessary right now because my car cut off. Like that that last day that I was at work, my car cut off on the way home. So basically, I would have been scrambling trying to figure out how to get to work Wednesday through Friday Um, so I was already off Um, I didn't need to get anywhere other than to the Falcon game which I had got three tickets to in a suite Um, so other than that I was good and I'm I live literally right in front of the bus stop so it wasn't nothing Um, and I feel like had I just sat there and waited when my car cut off most of the problems I would have had would have been avoided. And I think that was God basically reminded me of something that Brendan told me when we first moved in here. It's like, yeah, it's cool to be independent. Everybody strives to be independent, but at some point you're gonna have to trust other people. And had I just waited and either called my family or just waited till it cut back on or somebody helped me push it, then nine out of the ten problems that I have with my car right now would have been avoided. But it doesn't matter because I have all of the connections that I needed to get it fixed and get it situated. So that's basically what I'm thinking. Yes sir.
1: We gonna um, move on to the weekly recap. The first, and, um, who's, my man Dan Mullen got fired. Um, I mean, I guess Florida feels like they're at the point where they're supposed to be competing for national championships every year. How long is this? Three years? This is his Oh, well. He we also did lose a quarterback. I don't, I don't understand why institutions act like just because at Alabama there's such a high turnover or at um, like these other schools. There. Well, not even just these other schools. You really see it at Alabama. You see that in um, five stars, uh, they have a quick turnaround, so they're ready to play, but that's that's not the norm. But hey, man, I don't think he really cares. That man, he's gonna get that check. Somebody gonna hire him, he's a good coach, but I do think he, um, like, dang, I should, I should have stayed at Mississippi State for that. But yeah, how you feel about it,
2: Kevin? <laughs> he had to go, he had to go, no, if and to go. Um Yes, we won 10 games, 11 games with him, but, and we went to the SEC championship. But we, that was even a letdown. Our team was undisciplined last year, could have had um, a chance to make the playoffs. We blew those opportunities with mismanaging the games and, and lack of discipline. Roll into next year, I mean, roll into this year, it's the exact same thing. And we're losing to teams that we shouldn't be losing to. Um, there's no way in one season Florida should lose to Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Alabama, South Carolina, Missouri. Like, we shouldn't lose to all of these teams in one year at all. It's unacceptable. Um, and I think Florida has gotten gotten soft and used to just being okay. And I think we have lost the fight and the pride of actually wanting to be the best or one of the best teams in football Like it was when I was a kid and I was growing up. Um, so I think he needed to go and we need someone who's gonna come back and bring some toughness and discipline to the school and get us on the right track.
3: Um, yeah, I see both sides. I feel like if you would have told me two weeks ago that Dan Mullen was gonna get fired, I would have said it was a little bit too early, give him some more time. Everybody has a bad year, but I think it's kind of the same analogy. I can't remember exactly when I used it, but I know Marcellus Wiley likes to use it all the time with two players getting sacked, getting 15 sacks. If you get um, five your first year, 10 the second year, and zero the last year, it's 15 sacks. But if you go zero, five, 10, that's more impressive. So the fact that Dan Mullen started off so hot. I think he finished 6th, 10th, 12th, and now this year unranked. So there's a kind of pattern of regression going on there. Um, I can't remember who y'all lost to last year before LSU, but y'all also lost another game that y'all weren't supposed to. huh? Texas Texas A&M. Yeah, y'all weren't supposed to lose that game. Um, And y'all lost to LSU simply off being undisciplined. Um, Y'all played us close But it wasn't as close as The score made it out to be Shadeen gave it up Um, And then y'all were Satisfied with playing us close And then y'all had fans like Kevin Saying that if y'all had another quarterback Y'all would've won And that proved to be not true Because Anthony Richardson came in and stunk it up Even worse So I mean If if he goes when my brother asked me two weeks ago if he was going to get fired, I said no. But that's also because I didn't expect him to lose to uh, South Carolina and Missouri and struggle with Sanford. So, I, oh,
2: I didn't even get to that. I didn't even say that one, Jordan. Yeah. Oh I mean, I,
3: I get why he's getting fired. My only thing is, who do you expect to get in return? If you're not getting... a If I'm Lane Kiffin, I wouldn't leave for that job. But, I mean, only because I feel like at some point he has to set some roots down. I feel like Jimbo is kind of a realistic option, but I don't really get why he would do this this early into his contract with Texas A&M. If it was kind of later into his contract, I could see that so I don't really see who y'all can go out and replace him with that's why I don't really understand it I would have given him another year but I understand why it's become unacceptable to have him as the head coach uh,
1: We live. the bus stop is um, in front of us by the way anyway um, next up we got rivalry rivalry week
3: yeah, I've been struggling with that
1: all day. And I, first up, um, OSU and Michigan. Um, I think if Michigan can keep it close in the first half, then they should be fine. But yeah, as we saw last week, Ohio State can put up some points. So, I mean, it's gonna. Hopefully, it's a defensive struggle. That's the only way Michigan gonna be able to stay in this game is if they make it a defensive struggle. So.
3: Um, I'm going to go OSU. I just... Oh,
1: yeah. I'm still going OSU.
3: Yeah. I'm going to go OSU. I just don't trust Coach Khaki Pants. Um, (laughs) He's already lost the game. He wasn't supposed to do it. Clearly, we see that Michigan State wasn't as good as their record shows. They kind of struggled with Penn State. They definitely only beat Miami as a... And I put Miami in air quotes. They really only beat Miami as a quality win. So, I mean... I don't know. I feel like it would be impressive. I would, I, I kinda would like to see it. Only because we already beat Ohio State, so we got our revenge. I, I want to play um, Michigan as often as possible because I don't like Coach Harbaugh. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it. Like it's, it's all of the stars are lining up for this to be their year, and then they lost to Michigan State. So
2: uh, sorry. I'm going Michigan. As uh, John Harbaugh lost the game, he wasn't supposed to, and I think this year uh, it's better to get that out early in the year and then at the end of the year. I think John Harbaugh finally is going to get his done, get it done. Your Ohio State office has looked potent, but I don't, I don't think it's. Another the day. A lot of these teams big names and also fail in big moments. So I think Michigan, this is their year.
1: Next up, uh the Civil War. I don't think uh well obviously it don't matter as much now, but I'm still going to Oregon. I think they're gonna win the Pac twelve and then play in the road Bowl like they always do. Um uh, yeah. This is this is what happens out west, bro. They they lose the game right before the last game of the season, then they be like, "Oh, we won the Pac-12. We deserve to get in the playoffs." No, you don't. Man. You don't. But whatever. This is what Oregon does. Hey, man. Um, Oregon, about five.
3: You know, when I was typing this out, I I wrote out the Civil War and I said it out loud to Kevin, but I was really thinking Bedlam. Man, yeah. that's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, correct? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I feel like this is going to be one of those games where everybody coming into the season thought it was going to be all hyped up because there were a lot of people that picked Oregon State, but there were way more people that picked Oregon, especially after they beat um, Ohio, State. Ohio State. So, yeah, I don't... I mean, I'm going to go Oregon just because I feel like they got to redeem themselves. Um, But, I mean, I don't have... The utmost confidence. I kind of felt like Oregon was kind of squeaking by the whole season anyway. That's kind of why they put Ohio State ahead of them. Well, they not they didn't put Ohio State ahead of them, but I asked, and they were considering putting Ohio State ahead of them, even though they played them. But I mean, Oregon State's not even ranked. They lost four games, so this day this game definitely didn't live up to the hype that everybody was expecting it to.
2: mm mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Oregon. Uh, Oregon always um, since they made that BCS championship against Cam after that they just find ways to lose I mean mess up their season they had the playoffs in their hand even with a the loss they had the playoffs in their hands and then they went the bed last week and now their season is basically a done deal like a Rose Bowl birth but I mean who cares um, but they playing Oregon State. This is gonna be an easy duck for Oregon, but who knows? With them, they might just not care no more.
3: That's right. Well, next we'll do Bedlam. Um, I feel like uh, um, Oklahoma State is gonna win this game. Um, I feel like they're the Big Ten. Big what are they? Big Twelve. Big Twelve last chance of the um, playoff team. Um, they have. A decent resume, I guess um, They beat Baylor They beat um, Texas Kansas State was ranked when they played them um, I mean And they've only lost one game It was to uh, I'm sorry It was to What was that? Iowa State And that was That was by three so On the road And I I kinda can't. That kinda be hypocritical of me to say that it's a bad loss to lose by three on the road. <laughs> so um I feel like this is Oregon I mean Oklahoma State's chance and they're gonna have to take advantage of it. And then get a big win in the Big Twelve and hope Big Twelve Championship and hope whoever plays in that game is ranked. Um but I mean it's probably gonna be Oklahoma. And, I mean, at that point, they're going to be ranked lower. So, I still don't even see them getting in, really. But, that's their last chance. Yeah, man. I'm going Oklahoma State. Because,
1: uh, Oklahoma is very dysfunctional right now. They don't know. They don't have no identity. They don't know who their quarterback is. They're just all over the place. So, it's too late in the season for you to be having those issues. So, I'm going Oklahoma State.
2: I think we three for three on this as well. I'm going Oklahoma State as well. I do think my boy Spencer Adler will have a good game. This is something Oklahoma is good enough. Oklahoma State has been playing pretty well this season. And uh, like Jordan said, it's their last shot at having a team in the playoffs. So they got to get it if, if they want to represent the Big 12. Ah, the,
1: the big one we've been waiting to talk about, um, the Iron Bowl. Uh, Alabama having to go to Auburn is always a trip up game. Even like on years like this when Auburn is bad, they still get up for the Alabama game. That's, especially when they play at home. Um, for whatever reason, they always want to redeem themselves from the year before. So the thing is to not give them no momentum. They're gonna be at home and get that, have that crowd behind them. None about, yeah. yeah. Um, I think if we get out early and i don't know i would say play our game but this tent we've seen uh 11 different versions of this team so we hey man i'm just saying if at this point i just hope as long as we keep winning i guess you're supposed to you're supposed to figure it out that's the name of the game but sheesh well yeah like i said these are a trip up game so but of course you know who I'm going, with. No, no, I'm not gonna even acknowledge
3: that. How y'all feel about this game? Real tight. Um I feel like like I've been saying all year, really, it's Alabama at number. um at the end of the season. Um I feel like we always play tight there. Um it helps that they're not playing with anything on the line. I still don't feel like they're gonna lay down. Because it's the Iron Bowl, but it does help us um, that they don't have anything that they're um, working for, striving for. They're not playing for a spot in the SEC Championship, not playing for a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, so I feel like um, it gives me more confidence. But as always, it's a rivalry game. It's on the road. Um 330 CBS slot clearly that doesn't work in our favor this year um, and it's um, it's just a tough rivalry game we don't know what TJ Finley is going to give us um, I would have preferred Bo Nix play, I don't think he's that good I feel like he lucked into that win that he got but um, he got it so I mean I feel like that would have given us a better shot especially since there's more film on him so we would kind of for what to expect. um but i mean i feel confident in us it's just that we gonna have to play better defense than we play and we gotta run the ball better i don't i don't understand for the life of me how we're we are six seven running backs down and still refuse to give trey sanders the ball but that's a different conversation for a different day um but I mean <clears throat> I feel like we're gonna do what we gotta do to get it done um my real worry for real for real is us staying healthy so we don't go into the SEC championship limping because we did lose a D lineman in the pregame before the Arkansas game um, I don't even know if he's gonna be back or not um
0: Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show.
2: I'm gonna go with Alabama, easy. Um, I know it's a rivalry game. It'll probably be a tough first quarter, maybe first half, but I don't see it's gonna be a tough game. I think the game is in at Auburn, but I don't believe it's gonna be anything tough. Auburn has gave nothing on the season to show that they can compete. They also have quarterback issues. Um, Alabama defense has been playing lights out as of late and only getting better. Uh, shout out to Will Anderson, um, Southside home. Uh, but um, yeah, I think Alabama's going to win this easy.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> that being said, we're going to move on to our Thanksgiving game. The early game, actually, pretty um, going to be actually a pretty good one. Two decently sorry teams the Bears and the Lions. <laughs> um, I feel like hopefully Justin Fields plays. But um, even if Andy Dalton does play, it's going to be a competitive game because neither one of these teams are that good or good at But hopefully my man DeAndre Swift go off again because he can ball. Shout out to him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Lions only because they're at home but if the Bears win I won't be surprised the NFL has been weird this year anyway like it's been very up and down unpredictable but yeah I'm going with the Lions
2: go with the Lions as well
3: I'm gonna go with the Bears the Lions have looked Trash against two trash teams, two weeks in a row, and the Steelers and the Browns. And um, I feel like the Bears have looked decent. They just—I can't remember who they played last week. Uh, the Ravens, without Lamar, they did lose that game. But mm-hmm. uh, Justin Fields got hurt. If Justin Fields played, then yes, I'm taking the Bears. If Justin Fields isn't playing, I'm taking the, um, a tie again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to be the first team to tie twice. I think. I didn't fact check that. But, yes. That sounds reasonable. They could be the first team to tie twice. But, yes. um, I feel like neither one of these teams are good. I feel like the offensive line for the Bears hasn't been as good as I thought that they could be. Even though everybody knew they were going to be trash, I thought they could at least be decent enough. But no, they're they're terrible. Um <laughs> and I feel like um like I said, the lines aren't good. I don't even know. If Jared Goff isn't playing. I don't even know if he's hurt or if he's just not good enough to play anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Huh?
2: I said they did play the Browns pretty tough last week.
3: Okay. This is a game that you really only pay attention to if you have players on your team, on your fantasy team. This is the game you cook. Wow. Once again, shout out to DeAndre. But,
1: but anyway, we're going to move on to the, um, the midday game. The game when everybody's um, eating. The Cowboys and the Raiders. Well, um, oh, the Cowboys, man. They owe us from, last, from the last two weeks. Well, no. We're not counting that week they played the Falcons. That don't count. The the two hours last. Week, um, they supposed to be the number one offense, but they have been stalling. Like right? they only put up nine points against the Chiefs, and we know what the Chiefs' defense has been all season. Like I said, the NFL has been a little weird. It's can be anybody on any day except the Falcons for whatever anyway um yeah I, I'm still going with Dak Lim now they got the number one offense uh, I don't know though because a lot of his receivers are going to be down I don't know if CeeDee Lamb's going to be able to um, bounce back after having a concussion on Sunday and then play on Thursday I doubt it. but then Amari's already out but I feel like he can if they can run the ball they'll be fine so
3: yeah um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Dallas. I feel like the Raiders have kind of become the second half Raiders that we're used to. Um, it's not that I have faith in the Cowboys. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost on Thanksgiving. That's not the most surprising thing in the world. Um, it's just that the Raiders really have much now that Henry Ruggs isn't on the team anymore. If you double... Darren Waller, that's it. Um, What happened to Josh Jacobs? Is he hurt?
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think he's back on that healthy yet.
3: Yeah, he's too small. I feel like he's a really good running back but at some point being hit by bigger people weighs on you. That's kind of the same thing that's happened to Kyler Murray. Um, But Yeah, all that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys as much as I would like to see them
2: lose. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. Uh, The Cowboys coming off a loss to the Chiefs. Defense looked pretty well, held the Chiefs to 13 points, I mean 19 points, but uh, the Cowboys will be Cowboys. You know, they're going to have these type of games like they did the past weekend um, because it's the Cowboys. But I definitely don't see them losing this game right here, though.
1: In our last game of Thanksgiving, um, the Bills and the Saints, uh, I feel like this one's going to be sloppy brothers. The Bills have been sloppy the last couple of outings and the Saints, um, there's a lot of dysfunction going on there with that quarterback, so, nice. Uh, um, they did also sign Taysom Hill to anywhere between $40 million and $95 million. um, so, if he plays quarterback, he can make $95 million. But if he stays the gadget guy, he can make $40 million. Weird, right? Anyway, um, with that being said, New Orleans is the home team? hmm I'm going to go with New Orleans because they, they're at home, and that's a tough place to play. Always going to be. And they they are still a defensive-heavy team, man. I'm always going to say defense wins championships. If you can play defense, in NFL, you're going to win championships.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, since this is the big Thanksgiving game I have another thing I'm thankful for shout out to my boy Roy he's back in the cage I'm definitely yeah, thankful for that um, but I'm gonna go with the um the Bills I feel like at some point they've got to um, they've got to have some pride they can't keep going outside like they're going Um. I feel like this is the game. I mean, the Saints haven't really done much. They haven't really proven that they're worth picking. Um, It's really just no faith in the Bills if you would pick the Saints at this point. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm,
2: I'm going with the Bills as well. The Bills need this game. They've been struggling as of late. They've been kind of forcing things coming off two back-to-back weeks of uh, looking pretty mediocre. I think they lost Sunday. Um, And I need this win. They need to bounce back. And uh, for playoff position as well, because the the New England Patriots are uh, right on their heels to take over the ASE. So, the Bills need this win. And the Saints um, could end up winning, but I I don't believe in Trevor Simeon as the long term answer for them for the rest of the season. They can get a couple of wins, but with I think the Bills need this one too much.
1: Hey, what's going on? Can't get enough of Not Another Sports Podcast. Where well, you can follow us on social media at Not Another Sports Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and n underscore a underscore s underscore podcast on Twitter. And keep up with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all support and y'all make sure y'all subscribe. And back to the show. Welcome back. Um, next up is our penalty kick to our rapid fire um segment. Cam running in the middle of the field to celebrate. Hey man, shout out to Cam, bro. I like when Cam is in the league, right? Um, I don't care that he went to Auburn no more in the league. Bro. I can, I can cheer for Cam. Did
3: he be college boy? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. I don't have a problem. Man. I like him. So, y'all yeah, feel about Cam turning up. Hey, man. Like Brendan said, I don't really care about Cam. Um, I've come to the conclusion that most of my animosity towards Cam really just comes towards his dad. I really don't like him. And you can say, you never met the man. You don't even know him. Yes, I have. I've met him multiple times. So keep that to yourself. But um, I just don't like him. I don't like his attitude. He says a lot of stuff that you should keep to yourself, um, especially if you don't worry. And I feel like he's arrogant for absolutely no reason. And for the same reason why a lot of people don't like Lonzo Ball because of his dad. A lot of people don't like him because of his dad. Um, all that being said I don't really I personally don't have a problem with him running to the middle of the field but I can see why people would have an issue with it Um, it's kind of like Shannon was saying it kind of drew attention to him instead of the team he felt like if it was more of a team celebration like after a pick or a turnover or something where they all ran to the uh, logo it would have been better I mean I don't I don't care um only reason I would say it was a bad look is because they lost. But I mean, like Kevin said, this wasn't really his. So, I mean, at the end of the day, who really cares? But I mean, that's all I had to say about it.
2: man, Shannon Shark need to on with all of that. he could have been the team, bro. If I'm Kim and they discounted me and they pushed me out the league, they thought I couldn't do it. Now, all, it all comes full circle. I'm back in the place where I, I made a legacy that a team I took to the Super Bowl, a team that I was once voted the best player in the league, a team that I was once MVP for not too long ago. I'm back. I, the adrenaline is rushing. This is my first game back. I'm, doing, I'm going crazy in the, in the midfield, and I'm celebrating. This is my city. This is my house. He deserves that. I don't see there's nothing wrong with that. And sports is a team game seen games, but individual statistics, his individual awards, his individual feelings, and you put in a lot of work, a lot of time, to shine and to be able to perform at the highest level. So for all that stuff Cam went through, I can understand why he was so piped up, and for where he's in, for it all to be in, in Carolina again, I can understand it. So I don't see, I think it's genius. I love it. Cam is just piped up. And it wasn't his fault they lost. He performed pretty well. A um, couple of miscues. If Christian McCaffrey run three more yards on his out, and they get the first down, then they win the game. But stuff like that happens. It is is the is the NFL. He's one and one so far, and there's a, a good portion of the season to go. All they have to do is win four games and they probably is still in the playoff I don't believe in the Falcons, like I said, and the Saints don't have a quarterback. So the Panthers in prime position.
3: Christian McCaffrey would have muscle memory of knowing how to make that play if he wasn't always on the sideline. Hey, That's making <laughs> <laughs> are talking about he definitely had 22 points. Hey man. Smooth These jokes gonna fly though. Hey,
1: Amen. Anyway. <laughs> um.
3: Next up, we got to talk about
1: LeBron and uh, Isaiah Stewart. Um, LeBron was suspended one game. Isaiah Stewart was suspended two games. Um, I get it. I just feel like he did all that for nothing. Like, you know, wasn't nothing going on. Maybe he just wanted to talk to LeBron. That man said, hey, I ain't never met LeBron. I want to say something to you, bro. Then I, I just feel like, bro. I don't think it was necessarily that he did it on purpose. It was just like, I think it was more of a frustration. Um, frustration move by LeBron. The fact that they were losing, the fact that he kept grabbing him. I get it, but maybe I can flat focus. Um, you also can't be out here doing a bunch of extra especially when the phone was right there in your face but right? like i guess since we spoke with shannon um like shannon said uh what if something was gonna happen it should have happened right there and then and there um but it didn't you did all that and shout out to the security guard as soon as they seen they saw him uh turn and run toward the tunnel uh he started pointing to the other cor- uh to the other corner hey you're going around that way to come back around. Thought, that man thought he was Jesse Jackson. That man said I
2: don't know. <laughs> Mello said he's not coming this way. He's not coming this way.
1: <laughs> that man Russ wanted all about to go to war. I guess I
3: guess you
1: could say it
2: was
3: fair. That was my whole point. I, yeah. I um I mean I feel like the league did what they had to do. Um LeBron started it, so he deserved the game. I feel like, bruh, Isaiah Stewart. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, dude. Don't don't go call me brown on me, Isaiah. Um, but yeah, I feel like he needed two games, um, just because, like, it's a bad look, dude. You can't. Like, I get it. You you wanted your you wanted your fight. You wanted your. Um, You wanted your revenge because you felt like you got hit in the face and ultimately because you felt like you got embarrassed in front of But, I mean, I feel like, like Brendan said, like, if you really wanted to fight, you had the perfect opportunity. But you really didn't get mad until you saw the blood and you tasted the blood. And you heard the crowd react. Right. So, I mean... I get it why you're mad, but no, like if you wouldn't have did all that, I would have been on the side of nobody. I mean you didn't deserve no suspension, but no, like you deserve a suspension. Like that could have got way worse if they wasn't all holding you back. So no, you definitely deserve two games. And yes, I feel it. I get when they got a game, I wouldn't be up it, all up in arms saying, "Oh, the league is rigged. Oh, they only want..." marquee games against the knicks no i wouldn't have cared but i mean it was the right thing to do he definitely looked at him and hit him in the face so
2: yeah lebron deserves the the game suspension because he did come down above the head that he did draw blood off of that um like brenda said it was a frustration play and LeBron immediately tried to apologize and LeBron immediately tried to de-escalate the situation and not try to make it more than what it was, so I give him his props on that. Isaiah Stewart, on the other hand, made a complete fool out of himself and looked like a complete jackass. Uh, when LeBron came down on his face, The perfect, the perfect opportunity to spit, slap, punch, kick, grab, hug, whatever you want to do was right when you got up and walked in his face. It was like, it was a lot of time that they had before someone else came and like, you know, started like pushing it. And once people got involved, that's when Isaiah started doing the most. And like Jordan said, when he tasted the blood and the crowd reacted, then he got hyped up. I feel like he was just doing a lot of things for the cameras and running over your teammates and pushing pushing and screaming at your number one overall pick. Your lead, your your best player on your team and running over your coaches doing more damage to your own staff than you doing to the Lakers it's pretty embarrassing and you look pretty bad and it didn't look like you wanted any smoke with LeBron when you had the chance you really got hyped up when people started to block you then you started doing the most running around and stuff like that like come on now how old are you bro like that, that, that's not that's not professional, that's not smart, that's that's not tough, none of that. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like you you made the pistons go out bad, you made the lead go out bad, you made yourself go out bad. And judging by how your face was leaking with a LeBron elbow, maybe slash light punch to your st- side of your face, imagine if you come for a throttle on you. I don't want I don't think you want the smoke.
3: <laughs> oh man. This man Gilbert Arenas is funny. He said it was worse than the gun incident. I'm mm-hmm. going go there. I won't say all that, but that
2: man, you know. that man Gilbert Arenas is hilarious. He said, "Rule number one: You do not bulk up at King James and that Kevin Durant." Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. Our next topic mm-hmm. is. Oh, my man, OBJ getting paid in um, Bitcoin. Um, hey man, I don't really understand Bitcoins. So I don't really know how to feel about it, Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I can, I I got the gist of it, like the whole blockchain thing. I get it, kind of, but pay my money. I don't, I don't really know how to feel like. But he, how he makes it, is that the future of money, I guess? is that. Exactly.
3: I guess I guess it's just to make it more popular. I have Bitcoin. It's it's basically like a more popular, more legal pyramid. The more people buy into it, the more it's worth. The less the more people sell it, the less it's worth. So, I mean, it's something to get into instead of just having money sitting around, you can have it. Like I last week I made twenty dollars which I really needed. So
1: I
2: don't care about OBJ Bitcoin contract. I don't care about OBJ getting some reps, some touchdowns, some yards on the field. Like, we ain't going to be talking about Odell, huh? You got
1: to get used to the offense. He's going to be fine this this in five
2: weeks. Yeah, it sounds good because if Odell don't do anything in a year or two, we ain't going to be talking about
3: Odell. He's just going to be
2: doing head and shoulders commercials outside the league
3: I mean we should have been at that point a couple of years ago but that's neither here nor there
2: so I mean that time coming he's 29 years old like the career could be over really really soon if he don't produce right now
3: with the Rams
2: so and granted that's partially his fault because he went to the Rams and nobody really believes in Matthew Stafford so I don't know The Bitcoin stuff is cool, but I know nothing about Bitcoin. All I know is that, like, when I see it on Cash App, I think about investing the dollar to see how much I can get back, but that's it.
1: (laughs) With that being said, we're gonna um, pick the ending. With two of the premier SEC jobs opening up LSU in Florida, this week's question is, Which could be a better destination? I would say Florida, mainly because It's easier to compete in the SEC East as far as recruiting, as far as, um, well, I mean, it's easier to recruit in Florida. If you just recruit in-state, Florida would be fine. Um, but I feel like it's easier to compete in the East because there's really nobody over there but Jordan. Um, that's it. Tennessee not getting no better. Um, uh, I mean Kentucky, but they still they're still behind. They're still a few years behind Georgia. So I mean, I don't think Florida's gonna be down for long. But it all it all depends on what
3: they get. So I'm I'm going with Florida as the better destination. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was talking about this earlier. It depends on what you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for, like, a stepping stone type of job that's not really trying to be in long-term, past five, ten years, I would go with Florida. I feel like they have a really pretty – they have a pretty decent roster and a um, hotbed of recruiting so you can get top-tier talent. Um, without really having to fight too many people because Miami is down. Nobody really cares about Central Florida anymore. Florida State's kind of trash. Um, well, yeah. Um, and then really outside of that is really just Georgia and Alabama to really compete with with recruits. You're not really getting the LSUs, the Texas A&Ms in Florida. Got to compete with Jackson State. Man. Right. Yeah, that was kind of my next point. Um, But I feel like that one I would take that one if I'm trying to do something like a quick rebuild. But if I'm trying to build something long term, I would take the LSU job just because it is a recruiting hotbed that really only has uh Coach Prime and Coach Saban to Um, compete with maybe Jimbo a little bit but I mean I don't know how his recruiting ties are in Louisiana so I mean I don't know how that works but I feel like that's kind of a longer term kind of building especially since if Coach uh, Saban retires anytime soon that would make it easier but you're going to get most of the top teams in the uh, West leaving. You're going to get Missouri coming in. You're going to get Oklahoma and Texas coming in. And LH, I mean, and Auburn and Alabama are leaving. I would go with the LSU for the long term simply because all of the top talent is leaving. You get Missouri coming into the east and you have, I mean, into the west and you have Auburn and Alabama going to the east. So basically the west will be the east in about five, six, seven years. And then the east will be the west. So that's what make the Florida job tougher over the years. And that would make the LSU job more appealing. So, I mean, if you were willing to wait or if you want to kind to find another job
1: and then hold out until LSU's
3: job is more palatable, that also works. But as of right now, I'm going to go with Florida being the more appealing job, but over LSU will be.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Florida as well. But like Jordy said, it also depends on what type of coach you're trying to get. I think Florida needs a whole culture of change right now. Coach going to come in, that lays a whole new foundation, new ground ground rules and toughness. I think LSU needs someone who's going to come in and turn the program around immediately within the next season or two, uh, although I think Florida have better recruits coming in right now, which probably would put them in a better position. So. Like Jordan said to me earlier, people will probably use Florida as a stepping stone, a stepping stone, like be there for like four or five years, get Florida on track, and then use that as another um, place to go. But whoever comes in, it needs to be someone that's, that's tough-minded. And I think Florida still, the cream of the crop, it still has a lot of prestige when it comes to SEC football. We just need the right person in there running for it.
3: Yeah, I don't even know who's. I don't even know who's the team to take. Like, I mean, who's the coach for Florida to get? Like I said, Lane makes the most sense in theory, but having Lane go from Florida Atlantic to Ole Miss now to Florida, that's kind of hurting your recruiting pitch. Like, the odds of you being here all four years that I'm here kind of slim to none so that would kind of steer some recruits away um, Jimbo makes more sense just because he would be leaving the east I mean the west for the east and that's really only Georgia he would have to compete with but it's kind of the same thing I said like you're not helping your recruiting pitch if you built up this team in Texas a and and then once you finally got it kind of Florida, a contender, you're leaving. Like, you're not really showing that you're sticking it out for a long, haul, Right. Great. Well, that concludes
1: another
3: episode
1: of your favorite podcast. Not enough sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all those social media sites. And Rob was there. Yes, sir. and this
3: I'm is fine. Kevin. Oh, go, go ahead. My bad.
2: And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kev.
3: Yes, sir. Sorry to mess up the, the outro, but I do know that Florida should pick somebody without the last name M because their last three coaches with the last name M have not worked out.
2: But you can follow Lush me. us Champ, McQuaing,
3: and Mullet. Yes, sir. All terrible choices. But Indeed. you can follow me on all social media at well, on Twitter at this underscore guy eleven on Instagram underscore this guy eleven follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram. Not another at Twitter in underscore a underscore s underscore podcast. Listen to us on all audio platforms by searching "Not Another Sports Podcast." We have the black and red logo. It's kind of cartoonish. It's all four of us. Um, yeah, shout out to us. Make sure you enjoy your Thanksgiving day. Tell your family you love them. And watch an interesting game. If there isn't an interesting game on, find something on YouTube to watch.
1: (laughs)
2: And with all that being said, make sure you guys are out here washing your
3: hands. Lávate los manos.
2: Staying safe. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Don't fall for all of the agendas being pushed out here. Never. And go Gators. Raw time. Yes, sir.